beautiful sound. Hello, welcome back to Jamie's Man Cave, or the Man Cave Beers podcast, if you're listening. So, we've got something slightly different. It is a beer review, but we're going to do a stout off. So, we've got Forged Irish Stout, which is from Conor McGregor and the Black Forge Inn, Dublin, Ireland. We've got the Old Faithful, Guinness, Draft in the 538ml can, and we've got Brew Dogs, Black Heart. Now, have a little taster, see which one wins. We're not going to go massively into critiquing all of them. They're all fairly... Um, obviously, Guinness is, is is Guinness, and we know what Guinness does and what it's all about. And then you've got Brewdog, who's, who's the newcomer this year that's trying to muscle in on that... On that um, that that category, and the forged Irish stout, which obviously has been sort of well publicised by being part of Conor McGregor's brand, um, the Black Forge Inn in Dublin, obviously gets gets quite a bit of traffic through there, and quite a few sort of well known beer reviewers um, reviewing it, and and it was exclusively available on draft at the pub until recently, so that's just been released this week in can form, the nitro can form. So let's get them poured out. This is a bit of a new thing. I haven't done this before, so bear with me. We'll go straight in with the Guinness in the Guinness glass because, well, that's what it deserves, doesn't it? We've overflowed. That's the Guinness. I had a feeling that was going to happen. So it says on the pack of four that, you know, it's in the new 538 milliliter can, perfect for your pint glass. And then it bloody overflows. <laughs> um, right. Brewdog's Black Heart. Get them poured out. Maybe it was my paw. My wild paw. That one's overflowed as well. Oh dear. We're not doing very well. And... Forged Irish Stout, the Nitro on the back, another lively one. Try not to overflow this one. Can have a little look at the Guinness. Looks like Guinness, decent, uh, a decent pint. Dark black colour with the creamy whitish coloured foam head at the top. Um, everyone knows what Guinness looks like. Then we've got Brewdog's Black Heart, which again got that dark black colour, but then it's got it's got the creamy foam head, but it's more of a sort of brownie beige 
sort of colour. Smells really nice from where I'm sitting. Um, and then the Forged Irish Stout, again, the dark black colour, the creamy foam head, um, whitish, slightly, slightly beige, but more white than beige, close to the Guinness. Um, yeah, let's let's give them a taste, shall we? What should we start with? Should we go with Guinness? I've got my water here as a palate cleanser as well in between. You know, we're not too scientific, but let's give it a go. Let's go for Guinness. Smells like Guinness. You don't, for me, when you when you trying to get the aroma from Guinness, I don't really get a lot. Not a lot. Bit of creaminess. Bit of very faint um, roasted coffee, maybe. So Guinness, smooth, easy drinking, um, slightly bitter, dry finish. There's some slight chocolatey, roasted malt, coffee notes there, but they are slight. And I think, to be honest, that's probably one of Guinness's big selling points, isn't it? It's it's a stout that, that really hits hits the spot and is a tasty one. But at the same time, for the sort of non-stout drinkers or, or the um, people that don't delve too deeply into the dark side of beer, let's call it, that, you know, Guinness is an easy drinker for them, I would imagine. Right. Brewdog's Black Heart. Get a little bit more chocolatey, sweet chocolatey uh, aroma. Eagle-eyed viewers will notice I didn't have my palate cleanser. <laughs> right, should we try that one again? Brudo Blackheart. So initially it feels like it's going to be the thick, smooth creaminess. But it doesn't necessarily last. It doesn't, the mouthfeel doesn't, doesn't last as long as the Guinness. It's slightly thinner, but yeah, it is thinner. And get a little bit of roasted coffee and some, some, some cacao, but the earthy greenness of the cacao rather than a um, rather than it coming through as a as a dark chocolate or a chocolatey flavour. Um, let's go for the forged. Smooth, thick, smooth, creamy mouthfeel. Dry at the back end, at like the Guinness. Um, dark chocolate, slight sweetness of a of the like the creaminess or 
maybe even a milk chocolate. You've got the dark roasted malts, you've got coffee. It is thick um, and smooth. It's got a bit more body and the flavour to the Guinness. It's got a bit more going on with the 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 coffee, the roasted and the uh, the roasted malts and the chocolate notes. He's doing a little bit more than the Guinness, um, possibly even slightly smoother, uh, maybe on par. Um, the the Guinness and the and the forged are both um, more body, thicker, creamier, smoother than the Black Heart. Tasting wise, the Guinness and the, and the Forged are, are, are very close, very similar. Uh, I could see that, that, that the Forged would appeal uh, to Guinness drinkers, I, I would say. Um, if I could get that on draft somewhere nearby, well, I can if I want to go and watch Wrexham play football. Uh, <laughs> but at the moment, that's the only place. Otherwise, you've got to get it in cam form or go to Dublin. Uh, whereas Guinness, obviously, is widely available everywhere, as is the Brewdog. Um, the Brewdog is is thinner, it's lighter, and it's got that earthiness, that greenness that I can see what they're trying to do with it. They're trying to create something that is possibly going to rival Guinness and pique the interest of. Of people who might drink Guinness or the craft beer drinkers that like stouts that, you know, if, if you know, if a craft beer drinker nowadays is still drinking Brudo, which they're probably not. Um, I think that's kind of the avenue they've tried to. They've tried to sort of um, join the two sides of the coin of what appeals to Guinness drinkers and also what appeals to um craft beer drinkers that enjoy stouts and it and it kind of just doesn't really fulfill either side to be honest for me it's like it's it's thin i wouldn't you know if i saw it on draft somewhere i might be tempted to try it to see if it's any better on draft than it is in the can but i wouldn't rush out to go and get that again i wouldn't i wouldn't pick up a four pack necessarily if if i was wandering through the supermarket Obviously, the Guinness, I would. Um, I like a Guinness. And it, it does what it says on the tin. We all know what we're going to get when we buy a Guinness. And obviously, craft beer drinkers, even, you know, people of Ireland and drinkers of this, the, the Irish stouts could, could comment and, and leave me a hundred different stouts that I should try. Um, but obviously these are the wide scale, most popular with the, all the marketing and the branding that goes on behind it. I like, for, I like the forged, I do like it. It's tasty. Um, I mean, which one wins out of them three? Brewdog comes in at number three. Surprising. Um, but do you know what? I, I, I'd probably say Forged goes number one, I think. I think Forged goes number one at this moment in time for me. Um, I'd maybe need to 
see how this UK rollout goes and if we get it in a few pubs where I can get it on draft and to can sort of taste compare on draft Guinness versus Forge would be an interesting uh, an interesting tasting session so that's potentially what I'd, I'd probably do if it got picked up by a supermarket and I, and I saw it regularly as I was wandering around in my food shop I would get another four pack I would I would go again so yeah quite quite pleased with that quite impressed so that was the stout off for Jamie's Man Cave YouTube channel. Um, Forged Irish Stout coming in at number one on this occasion. It looks good in the glass. Um, branding wise, it's very similar branding to the Guinness. They all tend to use the um, the black with the gold and the white or the off-white. There's the Guinness branding. Very well known. And also Brewdog going in with the same kind of pattern. But so with a, a sort of direct shot at, at Guinness with the black and gold. Um, yeah, so Forged Irish Stone comes out on top. Very good. No, no I know. This is, this is an alcoholic lager beer, isn't it, John? 10%? Blimey. That's quite a lot, isn't it, John? You can buy me a pint and support the podcast via the Patreon page. Link in the show notes. Cheers. Welcome back to the Man Cave Beers podcast. We're in the middle of the stout off. We've got Brewdog's Black Heart Draft Stout. We've got Guinness um, Draft Stout. And we've got Forged Irish Stout. All the uh, nitro pour sort of widget cans. And just been talking through part of the, the stout off on the review. Um, quite impressed. Quite pleased with the Forged Irish Stout. Guinness, I've drank a lot of Guinness in, in my time and, uh, you know, it does what it says. It's I haven't actually tried the Nitro Surge cans yet, but I do enjoy a Guinness. And the Brewdog, um, sort of uh, uh, bringing up, the, bringing up the, the third spot and, uh, yeah, it doesn't quite hit uh, the mark in terms of, of the stout off. And if we just touch on the, the price point on, on these cans we've got so i found on tesco because i'm not i'm not going to sort of completely research every single supermarket um just a quick look guinness four cans of 440 mil uh you can get for four pounds 75 in tesco uh the nitro cans for four or eight pounds and the larger cans which is the one i got uh the six uh, the five three eights and that was six pounds something so six pound plus and the brew dog black heart four cans 440 mil again at tesco five pounds so pretty close and the forged irish stout that you can only get online at the moment uh they've only it's only just been rolled out this week i think the 24th of april so four cans 440 mil seven pounds so pretty pretty comparable really um, weighing them up and obviously Guinness being being the big seller um, you know it, it's the biggest sort of stout brand in the world I would say isn't it it's um, in particular Irish stout then you've got Brewdog that was released in February 2023 billed as the rival to Guinness uh, to introduce and reinvigorate the stout category to a younger audience you know how Brewdog like to to, to pick up themselves and to uh, put on an ad campaign. So that was their kind of showing that they're 
was going to be, you know, the next big thing to take over. Bills itself as a 21st century stout. Um, you know, their their branding on the can is very similar to that of the Guinness can. The Guinness with the, the black, the gold and the white and, and Brudeau have done exactly the same on their can. So they're not sort of pulling any punches in terms of trying to go for that rival spot. Um, what is actually in your glass uh, doesn't quite live up though, I would say. Just taking a sip of that black heart from Brewdog. There's definitely some roasted malt flavours. There's the coffee. Um, maybe some dark chocolate, but you do get that cacao that, um, as I say, part of the, rev- the, the sort of review was that it's almost like a green earthiness. Um, and it's a little bit of a different direction than the other than Guinness and, and the Forged because it's, I think it tries to go down the route of the the craft beer drinkers and the, the, the craft beer drinkers that would be drinking stouts from various other breweries. I know there's, there's hundreds and hundreds that do it very well. I can't possibly get around them all. And obviously, if you want to get in contact and let me know um, some of the big hitters of the, the, the stout world, the craft beer stout world that, that people... Uh, that doesn't get highlighted and that doesn't get the promotion. Um, I will have had, you know, thinking off the top of my head, I will have had something in some pub somewhere that I thought was really enjoyable and really nice, but it doesn't get the, it doesn't get the, the fancy ad uh, that that the, these other three have got. So, um, yeah, you can let me know on that one, and, and maybe we do, maybe we do another. We do another top three of, of you know, British porters or, or etc. Got the Guinness. It's really easy drinking as a stout. It's one of its biggest pointers, isn't it? It's, you've got a bitterness, you've got the dryness. Slight chocolatey, slight coffee, but very slight. It doesn't overpower you in any area, really. And I think that's the, the part where... Brewdog kind of lets you down because it go. It's a bit too green, a bit too earthy. Um, maybe that's for some people's palate is perfect, but for me, it's just not. Doesn't quite do it. And then the forged, it's really good again. Thick, creamy, dark roasted malts, chocolatey. The dark chocolate, maybe even a little milk chocolate, slightly sweet, creamy. And then you've got the the bitterness as well, and a bit of coffee there. Um, so yeah, I was I was trying to do a, bit of, a slight bit of research for the podcast, and um, Forged Irish Stout being part of um, Conor McGregor's um, conglomerate, <laughs> you know, he's um, he's got the Black Forge in, which is based in Dublin, Ireland, and that's where it was um, exclusively available on draft there. So you get lots of reviews from people that have travelled over and been in and tried it on draft. Uh, but it obviously it's had its limited release in the UK. It's being rolled out and it was it was available at Wrexham Football Ground, which isn't too far from me, actually. And, um, yeah, I had to buy it online, which wasn't too bad, really, £7. So I got a few cans. And so it's... I believe it's part of, um, or it's brewed under license by the Porterhouse Bruco, which 
is a brewery that's already established in Dublin, Ireland. Um, and and just having a quick look through Untapped to see what people have checked it in as, because they couldn't find it initially. And um, it's checked in as Plain Porter by the Porter Brew, uh, Porterhouse Brew Co. Um, and, and so I don't know if it's the exact same recipe. I don't know if it's if it's a rebrand and a re-release um, being brewed under license by them, but um, it, it also says, you know, via Google, um, that that Connor's, Connor McGregor's bought out, either bought out the brewery or, or it's part of um, the Black Forge Inn and, and there's some sort of deal got on. Um, so I'm not quite sure on the ins and outs of that, but whether it'll, you know, if there's any listeners from Ireland that has tried the plain porter from Porter House Bruco, is it exactly the same as the Forged Irish Stout? Have they just rebranded it, upscaled it, and 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 you know now started distributing it wider scale? Which, to be honest, there's nothing wrong with that, is there? Because it's a decent, it's a decent stout. It's uh, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just it's difficult to find out all the information uh, around it. And like I say, yeah, rolled out, started rolling out this week in the UK, 24th of April. Um, it's a, it's a tasty stout. I quite enjoy it. Um, I would, I would buy it again. Quite like it. It's got a little bit more body and a little bit of creamy, creamy mouthfeel. So when I first tried the Forged Irish Stout, sort of in comparison to the Guinness, and where I was thinking that it, it where it took my, um, my brain quite a few years ago probably about 10 years ago i went through a stage of drinking murphy's irish stout um you know thanks to my dad because uh he, he doesn't mind a guinness himself on occasion but for whatever reason it was i think it was somebody's birthday party or some sort of get together and uh, the local bargain booze uh was doing deals on the sort of 10 crates of, of murphy's irish stout so we got a couple of them and we were drinking it um, from the can in the glass. Now, to me, from what I remember, it was a really nice tasting stout. It was comparable to a Guinness, but it was cheaper than Guinness. Um, and I, and then you kind of go when you don't really drink it for a while. And then quite recently, within sort of the last six months, I saw it again in another supermarket. And I thought... I'm gonna get I'm gonna get four cans and I'm gonna try it because I remember that being really good. I remember it being nice. So I'm gonna try that. And I got it and tried it and I was quite disappointed. I don't remember it. It didn't taste like I remember it. It was quite thin and watered down and uh, it didn't have that thick, creamy, you know, the roast roast roasted malts, the coffee, the dark chocolate like I remembered it. Now whether I've got that mixed up and it wasn't Murphy's Irish Stout, although I'm pretty sure it was. It was. Uh, it, it wasn't the. It wasn't the beer that I was drinking ten years ago. Now I would have been fairly confident in betting somebody a pint or two that around that time or sort of a year or two either side that that was when that Heineken took it over because Heineken bought it out and it became part of Heineken. And I was surprised to know when I started to research it earlier today that actually Heineken bought it um, in 1983. So I was I was miles out, but I can't seem to find anywhere whether 
they had a change in the recipe or they sort of upscaled and watered it down or whether it came whether it comes into uh, the category of they're messing around with the ABV so they're starting to water down the recipe so they can lower the ABV and 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 avoid the sort of taxes and everything else that some of the other um, breweries have had to do but yeah I can't find where the change has happened and what what changed and whether or not I'm just remembering it uh, with a bit of nostalgia and thinking oh that was a really nice stout I tried that I haven't had for years and let's try it again and it just didn't live up to it um, so again if there's anybody uh, that's uh, well up on the Murphy's Irish Stout and the whole Heineken situation and uh, you know let me know what the situation is whether that's changed whether the recipe did change or, or what's gone on there or if I've just just imagined that I had a really nice stout once and tried to go for it again and it didn't really pan out the way I hoped let me know this has turned into a bit of an interesting episode of the podcast because I wanted to do this stout off as I'm calling it between the three sort of the three black and gold big hitters um, in terms of the branding and promotion and the big Irish stout uh, competition. So I did that for the YouTube channel. Uh, I thought it would be interesting, but but as I'm sat here now, I've got three pints of um, stout to try and drink, which <laughs> I have to find somebody who wants to help me. And uh, yeah, so I just thought we'd do a bit more audio around it, a bit more detail and information behind the sort of ideas and and, and what's actually in the glass, really, for the podcast. We're not always going to do sort of episodes like this that, that sort of come from the YouTube ideas. I will obviously be doing episodes solely based on the beer for the podcast. Uh, it's just uh, sometimes can be difficult to uh, arrange time where I'm going to review a beer or maybe I just want to sit down and enjoy a beer and not have to review it or I might have a beer when I'm out in a social occasion with friends and think oh that's a really nice beer I should have reviewed that but I didn't get a chance as I said for part of the YouTube video if there are some big hitters out there in terms of stouts or porters that are part of the craft beer scene I know there's going to be loads you could, you could send me a thousand messages um and and you know I do like a I do like a stout I do like a, a an an imperial stout even sometimes I think I probably like the idea of an imperial stout more than I actually like it because when it's ten percent and it's it sits in the fridge for weeks and weeks because I just don't know when to drink it, um, yeah. So let me know about your stouts and your porters and um, let me know where I can find them because they're not always easily accessible, are they? Even if they're brewed in the same country as you. I think things are getting a little bit more easier now. I've noticed that a lot of breweries are, are having their own shop feature that you can you can buy direct from the brewery, which is is good for us beer drinkers, but maybe not so good for the bottle shops. And um, you know they rely on, on on being able to access things that we can't access easily online. So that's a a sort of watch this space scenario. I would say another one I wanted to mention. I've just done a bit of research. I was watching an episode of uh, the Craft Beer Channel over on YouTube once upon a time, and uh, they were covering Anspach and Hobday and their London Black. 
which is a London Porter, but it's only available at a certain pub in London, and I haven't managed to get down there. So if anyone's got any updates on that, and if it's easy, if I can access that, I would like to try that, and I would like to review it. If not, I might have to plan a trip with a friend or two down to London and see if I can get a sample. That just about wraps us up for this podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you maybe were drinking along. A couple of stouts for yourself as I'm drinking along. Um, More episodes coming. I've got things planned. Hopefully I can get them out to you as soon as possible. And uh, I will speak to you on the next one. Thanks for listening. Cheers.